Brother Lowell Sherman is Brother Terry Sherman's uh, brother. He's coming up to be with his brother while Terry has his surgery on Tuesday. Uh, Reverend Sherman is a great speaker, great man of God. And uh, I put him on a spot and, and he said, sure, he'd stand. And he is a man of God, so we're happy and delighted for him to be here today. So lift him in your prayers. I grew up in this area. My first job was at the corner of Lagunda and Route 4 there at that service station. And uh, it's been a, a great life for me. All those that have had to listen to me preach probably would say otherwise. But I learned something when I was in school about 50 years ago. A fellow came to chapel one day and he said, uh, let me pray. And he bowed his head and he said, Lord, fill my mouth with worthwhile stuff and stop me when I've said enough. And so this morning I'm asking the Lord to keep me from doing what I promised that I wouldn't do was preach long. And so I'm going to preach to you this morning from the book of Jonah. Terry's my younger brother. I want so badly to say he's my older brother, but uh, he's supposed to take me to lunch today, so I don't want him to get out of that. I think if I insulted him, he would probably just let me do, uh, walk back to the house and not take me to lunch. The book of Jonah, as you all know, is the story about the preacher who was backslidden. There's no other way to put it. He was running from God. I want you to know today that no matter who you are, whether you're a child of God or whether you're one of the Lord's servants or backslidden servants or if you're somebody that has never come to know Christ as your Savior, you cannot run far enough to get away from God. You'll find out as we read chapter 1, and I like to put all four of these chapters together, but I won't do that in a 15-minute sermon. I'll do just a little bit of chapter 1. And I want you to know this this morning, that when you start going away from God, you're always going downhill. You're never going in a way that's going to be beneficial to you or anyone that God has called you to minister to. You'll be going away from the God who loves you and you'll be finding out that it will take you farther than you want to go and it'll cost you more than you want to pay and it'll keep you longer there than you want to stay. So don't try to run from God. It doesn't work. Amen. No matter who you are, whether you're my family or someone else's family, you cannot get away from God. He created all of this, spoke it into existence, and he still has the ability to speak the word. And you know how we tell the kids they can't outrun the police cars? Even though they think they can, they can't outrun the radio. Well, I'm going to tell you, God's waves are much quicker than the radio waves. You can't outrun God. So let's read together. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, cry against it, 
for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish and he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty tempest and the in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken. Let's pray together. Father, thank you this morning for this privilege. And now, Lord, let these words that will go forth accomplish your purpose, be able to reach into the heart of every person today that needs to be touched by this word, and we'll praise you for it all. In Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen. Nineveh was a great city, but it was full of sin. Might have been something like Springfield, only much larger. Full of sin. I'm gonna t- you know how I know? Because it's just like the little town that I live in. I live in Segoville, Texas. You've probably never heard of it. But it's a suburb of Dallas. And Dallas is full of sin. So Segoville's full of sin. We have a federal prison in our town. And there's a lot of people that... I had dinner there the other day at the prison. I was not a, uh, an inmate. I went, there, <laughs> I went there with the citizens from the community and they served us lunch. But I can assure you that there is ample sin in a little town like Segoville, Texas... As just like there is in Springfield, Ohio. Enough sin to keep you busier than you want to be kept. It'll keep you away from God. It'll keep you away from your family. It'll keep you away from your church. And it'll keep you away from all those that you love. Sin will be a destroyer if you'll allow it to be. But Jonah went uh, down to the ship and he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord. And he soon found out he could not make it. He couldn't get away from God. God knows where you are this morning. He knows you're not here by accident. You've been appointed this place today. You've been appointed to hear the message that I have that God has given to me and you ought to listen. If God's message will touch your heart this morning and you'll surrender to it, it will make your life like these cardboard testimonies, things that you'll be able to rejoice in. God loves you enough to send his son to die for you, loved you enough to bring you here today, and loved you enough to give you a message that will tell you that you can't get away from me. The Lord wants you to know that today. He says, I love you. You can't get away from me. There's no place you can go. If you go into the heavens, he said, I'll go with you. If you go into the depths of the sea, I'll be there. No matter where you go, you can't get away from me. So Jonah rose up to flee from Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going there. You'll find a way to get away from God if you want to go. There will be some excuse that will allow you not to do what God wants you to do. 
Jonah found a ship that was going to Tarshish and he got on the ship and guess what? He paid the fare. Do you know what? When you run from God, you pay the fare. If you will go where God wants you to go, he'll pay the fare. I'm one of 15 kids. Terry might not have told you that. And Terry's uh, the baby of the bunch. Yeah, he is, really. Uh, But uh, we grew up and found out that you can't run from God. You can get into any kind of sin you want to get in, but you can't get far enough away from God. Every one of my 14 siblings came to know Christ at some point in their life. Some of them, it was right on the death's door, but they came to know the Lord. And I want you to know today that God's ready to reach out to you no matter how far down into sin you've gone. These people that Jonah was going to see. Jonah didn't want to go see him because they were filthy, vile, ungodly people. He didn't want anything to do with them, but God said, go because I love them. And God says to you today to go because I love them. And he says to you today, surrender because I love you. This morning, the word of God would tell you that if you're going to go away from God, you're going to pay for it. Don't you forget it. You don't have enough money to pay for all the things that your sin's going to cost you. You might not have enough health to pay for all the things your sin is going to cost you. Don't try to run from God because it won't work. If you don't get anything else out of what I say this morning, just remember this. If I go outside of this building today without doing God's will for my life, I'm going down and I'm going away from God and I'm going to pay the fare. That's all you need to know. If you'll listen to me this morning, you can leave this place with your hand held high and saying, Jesus is my Savior, and when I die, I'm going to be with the Lord. We can't, you can't get any better than that. He went from the presence of the Lord. But, but, that's a big word, isn't it? But the Lord prepared a great wind. Isn't that amazing? God knew where he was. Saw him get on the ship, saw the ship sail away from sea, from the port, and prepared a great wind. Now, I don't know what wind you're about to face, but if you're running from God, you can be assured of one thing. Whatever it takes, he's going to stop you. You're not going to make it. I don't care whether you like this or not. It doesn't make any difference. Jonah didn't like it either. He didn't want to go where God wanted him to go, but he ended up going anyway because God said he needed to go there. And God says to you today, you need to listen because I have a message for you. I want you to know that God loves you. You can run from him and he'll prepare a wind. What ill wind? Have you ever heard of an ill wind? An ill wind is blowing. And if you're running from God, the ill wind will wreck your life. Because God's going to stop you. 
You can't get away from God. It's appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment. You might run from him and you might get away from him in this life, but you will one day come to a point where you have to stand before him in judgment. It's important for you to know that. That you're not going to get out of this life without doing what God wants you to do. One way or the other, you, you know what the scripture says? That God has predetermined that every one of us would glorify his son. Amen. You're going to do it. Whether you want to or not, you'll either bow down here and call out on God and say, God, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. Or one day you'll stand before him and he'll say, depart from me, you that work iniquity, and I'll get glory from your departure. You need to know this. It's not... You know, the problem with today's society is people don't want to admit the fact that we're sinners. You're just as much a sinner as I am. And the preacher, you're just as much a sinner as Terry is. But I can tell you this much, Jesus loves us. (laughs) It's an amazing thing to look up and see the suspended Savior, nails in his hands and his feet and a crown of thorns upon his head, him hanging there naked before the world to laugh at, and he's saying, I'm dying for you. You might say, I don't care, but there will be a day when you will care there will be a day it's appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment but the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God And cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea, and lightened it of the uh, of them. But Jonah went down into the middle of the ship, and he was fast asleep. Jonah says, "I got this. I can get away from God. He's not all he's cracked up to be." So he goes down into the middle of the ship, and he lays down. Closes his eyes, puts his head on the pillow, and falls asleep. The boat is rocking, and Jonah just loves the feel of the ship rocking back and forth. And he falls asleep. But you know what? Sometimes the world is more attuned to what God is doing than we as his people are. Sometimes the world listens to what God... Have you ever had anybody... Well, Christian ought not to do that. Why are you doing that? You're supposed to be a Christian. You're not supposed to be... Sometimes they're more attuned to what God is doing than we are. So the mariners on the ship knew where the trouble was. This guy was down in the middle of the boat and he was asleep. And they said, we'll just pick him up, throw him overboard. Jonah said, just throw me overboard because I'm God's servant and I've rebelled against God. And the only way you're ever going to have anything that will satisfy the wind that's blowing is if you throw me overboard. How many of you want to be thrown overboard into the sea today? 
I don't want to be left on your own. Man, there's so much material in this message. I'm going to have to quit. But I want you to know this. The wind might blow. You might be asleep in the boat. And the world might know all your circumstance. And they might pick you up and throw you out. But remember this. God will prepare a big old fish that will come along and take you in. Three days Jonah was in the belly of the fish. Three days and three nights. I can just about imagine what the people of Nineveh thought when the fish vomited him out and Jonah hit the ground running and started preaching and preached to everybody that would listen to him because God had prepared a fish. You might be running from God. You might think you've escaped the wind. But when they throw you overboard, God will have a fish to swallow you up. Be ready for it. It's coming. You're not going to get away from God. And my message is this. You can't run far enough to get away from God.